Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to the Bobby D'Souza show. I am the author of the book called Fall to Rise, uh, an inspiring story of somebody who rose from the ashes. Today I have somebody who's got such a fascinating story and let me introduce uh, Sunil Tulsiani. How are you Sunil? I'm awesome. Thank you for having me. It's it's a pleasure. Now before we continue on the conversation that we had let me formally introduce uh, Sunil for everyone you know Sunil is a Canadian former cop police officer who turned real estate mogul he is the number one best selling author for a number of books he's an international speaker and is the founder of the private real estate club north america's largest elite real estate club while i was browsing through his work Uh, I was astonished to hear that he actually has shared stages with legends like Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, Robin Sharma, Robert J. Allen, Jack Canfield, Brian Tracy, and of course the Kevin Harrington. He has been featured on publications such as Forbes, CNBC, Fox, Business News, USA Today, Toronto Star, and CP24. To name a few. Thank you so much for taking out your time, Sunil. It's a pleasure connecting with you today. Thank you Bobby thank you for having me. Thank you so much, so much Sunil and I realize that right now you're in Bhopal doing something unique. Uh, what is it that you've been doing in Bhopal? Well I'm in uh, Bhopal right now and uh, we've been doing that since 2019 and what we're doing is we're doing eye surgeries for people who can't afford uh who uh, who can't afford it and so yesterday uh we actually did 92 uh eye surgeries just meeting those people making sure that the eye surgeries were happening it's a blessing like i said before not only for them but i feel blessed for us because we are mm. in position to be able to help because you know eye surgeries are not funded by me or my friends but is funded by somebody above through me basically and and so that is why actually i'm still in bhopal wonderful wonderful it's such a blessing to contribute to the world and definitely to india as well so keep up the good yes. work you know uh, i feel blessed to hear that and now to begin with you know the topic that we're going to discuss today is the millionaire mindset now a lot of people have a lot of assumptions preconceived notion about it a lot of people don't even believe it is possible but for people to really believe in something i think they need an inspiring story and my request to you is can you take a minute and share your fascinating journey and what has made you reach where you are today thank you um bobby so <clears throat> i was born in a very poor family in india uh my father um was a factory man in new De- factory man in delhi and we used to live in a house that had uh no running water with no electricity and even no toilet we would go in the fields and and the, the idea of abundance was too far it was like we were always worried about we can't afford it we can't do it it's too expensive you know the fruit was a a a big treat for us i remember my father bringing an apple and because there were five of us mom dad and three siblings we would cut p- uh, the apple in five pieces and we would fight over which piece was the biggest piece and we would fight over that and that's the type of uh, we had no tv even though others had tv we had no we basically had a radio and 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 so the idea was simply go to school study hard get good grades and get a job what kind of jobs doctor engineer and so, or some but something with uh, long term with the government so you know maybe you know and 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 that was the that was the idea and i was not a good student so all my life i i knew i was poor 
I knew I was not a good student. I know we don't have enough. I knew we were poor. And on top of that, I was told rich people were bad. And, and that's where the starting of mindset started. So we moved to Toronto, Canada in 1981. And once again, people think once you move to places like Canada, United States, or anything like that, that you know everybody's rich there. In 81, especially, uh, there was um, discrimination. Uh, the, the Canadians, the white Canadians, did not really like uh, Indians or brown skin per se. We were not liked very well. We were, you know, we, we, you know, it was not a good, I mean, especially I was not a good student. I did not speak English and, and being like that. So it was a very tough time for my parents and the new immigrants that showed up and for us as, as young kids. And I was, uh, I was just turning 13 at that time. And, um, and then, but what I knew at the age of 15, without a shadow of doubt, that I want to be a police officer, especially in Canada. It was a, it's a noble um, uh, profession. And, and, and so I became a police officer in 1990. I went from being a, uh, a uniform officer to becoming a police detective, to becoming a police negotiator, and finally a platoon commander. And that lasted for 15 years. And I was uh, considered to be, let's say a middle class uh, at that point. And, and then, and then, approximately 14 years into my policing my wife comes to me and says we're going to have a divorce and we fought a lot we have two children and and i had a choice uh, to keep the profession that i loved or keep the family that i loved so i decided to leave uh, my profession and i did not know what to do i didn't know if i should go buy a, a, a shop or a coffee shop or restaurant a vending machine uh, whatever, I did not know. So I would go to every business show to learn skills and ideas and all that. And I came across a, uh, an ad from a guy named Robert G. Allen from the United States. And, and the ad says, buy real estate, no money down. It, uh, it, as, a, as the former police detective, I thought that was a crazy idea. It's, it's a stupid idea. It's, it's not possible. It's, uh, you know, it doesn't work. But somehow I went to that uh, training and I did something that I had never in my life did before, which was I invested in myself. I invested $5,000 in 2005 for a three-day seminar. And there was a little bit of follow-up after that. I invested uh, in that. And, and the issue there was that, you know, you have to go back to your wife and say, she's like, go out and make money. And here I am going out and spending money, you know? And, and so, so I went and did that and I took that course and what I want to tell people is that people say, Sunil, you don't understand um, about me. And, but, but I tell you one thing, I was a shy guy, a lack of self-esteem, bad, bad student, uh, didn't know anything other than just going to work and, and then coming back home. And that's it. If you had told me, Bobby, uh, uh, 16 years ago, 16 years later, Sunil, you will become a top international speaker or a seven times best-selling author. You know, first of all, all my teachers told me that your spellings is bad, you, you, your English is bad, you're not going to amount to anything. And then to be able to get up on a stage for one minute, 30 seconds, was like, it would melt me to the ground. And, 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 but why that, I did, while I did not know this was going to happen 16 years later, uh, I took that and all I wanted to do, Bobby, was to take care of my family, I wanted to pay my bills, take care of my family and replace my income 
that I was getting. Now, in those days, I was making $100,000 Canadian, and I wanted to make $200,000 the first year because that would prove to me that the business will work. So what happened was, <clears throat> and we we're going to talk about the millionaire mindset later on, but what I did was I wrote a goal that I, Sunil Tulsiani, will make $1 million by this date, and I signed it, and I dated it, and I put it all over my home as a starting point of what I my intention out there. Mm. And so what I became famous for, which I did not want to become, what I got into media and all that for, you know, Profile of Success magazine, TV, this and that, I did not, I used to have media call me and say, we want to interview you, and I used to hang up. I used to like, I don't want to talk to anybody, I don't want to tell them my secret, nothing like that, and plus I was shy. But uh, at the end of the first year, I ended up buying and selling 77 properties, making almost a million dollars, which really changed the way my mindset started to think. And then people started to come to me and say, can you teach us what you do? And that's how I started a company called Private Investment Club, where we teach people how to invest in real estate. We, we teach them how to network, how to connect, how to, how to attract the investors, how to find good deals, how to evaluate good deals. How do you buy properties in the United States from India? How do you buy properties in, in safely? I mean, how do you do that in dollars per se? So we started doing that. And now it's been 16 years. We made lots of money. We lost it all. I lost it all in 2008 and 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 big financial troubles and all that kind of stuff Recession. and then came yeah mm. and came right back and so today i'm very blessed to be able to be not only financially successful so not only money freedom but time freedom mm. time freedom is so important to be able to speak it to is. you to sit here it's just unbelievable so that's what I hope the, the, this, I tell the story because I tell a lot, a lot of people tell me, Sunil, you don't understand. I'm shy. I don't have education. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have it. Blah, blah, blah. I don't have connections. And I say anybody can do it. And that's the that's what I by the end of the interview, I want people to know exactly how to change their mindset to become successful, to become rich if they was what they want or to become whatever they want to achieve. Uh, and, and we're going to talk about the steps. I'm going to talk about at the end of the day, what to do, like at the end of the interview, exactly what to do. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that part of your story. You know, uh, I'm reminded of this whole uh, illustration that Jack Canfield uh, gives that, you know, let's say you want to become, you want to own a car before you actually have the ability financially to go and get the car. What you do is look at that car that you really, really desire, go into the store do a test drive of the car you know and then you come back you would realize that your whole desire and want of saying that you know i really want that car would become more stronger and you know when the vision like you said you know you when you when you made almost like a million dollar your vision expanded and once it expands it's very difficult for it to contradict and come back to its original size and i that i think the expanding of the vision is the first thing that is needed before we actually see things in reality what do you think about that very good point. Uh, Jack and I from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Jack and I are good friends and uh, he, he talks about uh, when he tells people to do what you just said, which is to go to a dealership, which you know you can't afford the car, the type of car. So he says, you know, people are uncomfortable and he tells people that can you just fold your hands and uh, 
in the audience, people would fold the hand. Now he said, just notice where the hands are. Now take it out and just move it one up, one up, and then close. Close your hands. Yeah. See how uncomfortable that feels? It it's does. just yes. one, it's one step from up or down from what you're used to. So naturally you close like this all the time. But yes. now I'm telling you to change a little bit. Okay, and now it feels like, oh, this is very uncomfortable, Sunil. So yes. when you go to a call dealership, you are going to feel uncomfortable. Just remember, it's just this. It's you just went one step uh, different than what you would do. And, and, and just go there as if you have the money and as if you're going to buy it now. It's just that the purchase will happen in the future. Meaning, mm -hmm. meaning you, you know that you, you know, you, you're not going to buy today. But go with the intent of knowing that in the future that car will be mine it's just that it's just that it's just going to take some time and then when you sit in the car and let's say you go to a, a car dealership or store or whatever it is and you go there and they don't allow you to drive the car or because of whatever reason then what you do is you touch the car take a picture with it put it up on your boardroom in your in your bedroom or whatever it is as go sit in the car, take a picture of sitting in the car, touch the, you know, steering wheel and, and look around, take a video and all that. Just do whatever it takes. Go to a, a store and do a window shopping. Go to a store and say, let me try that jacket that you know most likely you're not going to buy now, but you want to buy that jacket. Go tell them with confidence that can I try this jacket on? Let me see how it feels. You put it on, take a picture, and start doing these things while you ha don't have it now. People tell me, I'll put, I'll buy that, I'll, I'll do that. Once I become rich, my, ad my advice is you start doing this now so you can become rich. That's right. And you really, uh, you know, emotionally also as a human, what happens is you, you feel that, you know, I've tried it, I've tested it out. Now it's all about finally, you know, working out the finances and making it happen. But the whole want and desire intensity goes up, right? And isn't that sure. such an important sure. thing? The, the, the secret there is actually to know that that item is yours already. It's mm. already yours. It's just that you, you're going to get the possession. You know, when you buy a house, uh, a yes. brand new house, construction mm. house, you, you go in, you put a deposit, you know, a year from now, two years from now, if it's a building or, or a condo or whatever, uh, you know, you're going to get possession of that. So when you go and do these things, just assume and know in your mind that that thing is already yours possession is going to come in the future and then you reverse engineer your actions because you already know it's going to be yours you reverse engineer not from here you reverse engineer from here mm. your actions your thoughts your your connections your 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 daily uh, routines get reverse engineered from the fact that you this is what i want and now the actions come based on that Yes. And it all starts with belief. Wonderfully for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sunil. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Now, for our listeners, what according to you is really a millionaire mindset? And why is it so important for people who really want to become wealthy? Why is it important? Okay. So first, why is it important? And then I have a seven steps that I'm going to share with you. If that's okay mm, with you. Thank you. Okay. So millionaire mindset, basically everything starts with us and our mind. There's nothing more powerful for human beings on the planet than our mind. I mean, that is what um, differentiates us from other 
animals and, and, and other species and all that stuff, which is we can co-create with universe, with God, what we want. We mm. can co-create and the co-creation process starts with your brain, with your mind. If your mindset is of that I am worth um, you know, fifty thousand rupees or ten thousand rupees a month. Then you're even if, if even if the money shows up, like let's say if, even if ten lakhs show up, and your mindset is here, it will follow the mindset. If the mindset was to go up, and you don't have the money, the money will then follow the mindset. Anytime the mindset goes down, money goes up. You've heard of people who all of a sudden win a lottery or you, they, they they make money, and all of a sudden after six months a year. They lose it all, and, they, and sometimes they're in the worse situation than before. Or they'll invest into stocks or some venture, and somebody will take their money, or they will lose all the money. It's because their mindset did not grow. So their mind was here. Money showed up very quickly. Maybe somebody in their family died, and they gave them some money, or they won a lottery. This stays for very temporarily, and then it just go back, goes back to your mindset. So mm-hmm. our goal is to say, okay, do I want? To be a poor mindset, or do I want to be a you know millionaire mindset, or crorebati mindset, or however you look at it, and and if, if that's what you want, then you know that 90% is all about the mind, the mindset. The 10% is the techniques, the scripts, the 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 how to do it, and all that stuff. It's only 10%. It's the 90% is all mindset. How, how do we know that? Well, if you look at all the MBAs and PhDs, even. All over the world, because they have that education, they should all be multi-millionaires automatically. If if the education, but the point is, if if they have PhD and their mindset of money is there, that's all they're gonna, you know, they're they're always going to be middle class. They'll never go to the the the, the wealthy class, and and so you don't have to have anything other than mindset. You've probably heard of, including me. People who are not very good in school, that they were not educated, uh, uh, formally educated, they became wealthy. So it is very important to have a millionaire mindset because everything follows your actions, your ability, the things that you will do, your why is determined by your mindset. And so when I'm teaching all over the world, yes, I teach techniques and I teach all that kind of stuff. But most of my coaching, mentoring, and all that stuff, a lot of them involve evolves around, you know, how do I get his mindset to go here and give him a step by step, and then follow up with them, and then give him ideas to and 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 lessons to go. Okay, this is how you build your mindset, so then they can build up the mindset. And by the way, you will make mistakes. Uh, you will lose money, possibly. And most of your friends, your regular friends, and your parents, your uncles, and all that—they're not going to like it. They're going to tell you not to do it. They're going to tell you you're crazy. They're going to tell you this is stupid. And even they're going to say, "Go get a job. Be quiet. Go get a job. Make some money. Come home and just be like everybody else." So this is what's going to happen. So that's why millionaire mindset is so important. When your parents, your uncles, your relatives, your friends—they're saying. It's stupid. Don't do it, and all that stuff. Why are you running after money? Money's bad. You know, don't be uh, greedy and all that kind of stuff. Because the definition of greedy is defined by them, right? And so, so if they, if their definition is, if I make twenty uh, thousand rupees a month, and if somebody makes forty thousand a month, which is double, then this person might be greedy because he's making double. Or what if they make one lakh? Hundred uh, thousand rupees a month. That person is really greedy. Why are you go chasing after money? Mm. But but the 
they forget that the, when they're making 20,000 rupees a month, somebody is making 5,000 rupees a month. So is the 5,000 rupee person thinks that 20,000 is greedy? So, so people are subjective as to what is too much money. And the way I suggest is that money is just a tool yes. to do good for the world. Mm. Okay. So let's talk about the seven things, if that's okay with you. Yes, yes, definitely. You know, before you you share, you share, you know, a lot of uh, there is this uh, uh, there is this quote, you know, which says that you know uh, some people have this perception that says that money is the root cause of all evil. Yes. Uh, however, it uh, you know the biblical quote says the love of money is the root cause of all evil. You know, uh, money is just a tool. Once you know that money can help you to do a lot of things, including. Uh, like you said, you know, the freedom of doing what you want, where you want, without worrying that you have to report to work tomorrow at 9 a.m. Uh, or 8 a.m. in the morning. So that the time that you get when you have the money uh, is the magic bit of it, isn't it, actually? Yeah, and money actually is not good or bad. Money is just a tool. Yes. So, for example, we all have a knife at home and it's beautiful in the kitchen. But you can also, in my previous profession... As police officer, I saw knives outside and which are not good. So money will make you better or worse of a human being that you are you already are. So uh. if you are a bad person already, it might entice you to do bad things to do with the money because it brings that access and the tool you have. But if you're a good person or you want to become a good person or you want to change uh, to, to, for, for service of others, then money can absolutely uh, help do the things that you want to do. It can send this, send your kids to the schools that you want them to go to. It can, it can allow you to live in a place that you want to live. It can allow you to eat the type of food you want, like organic foods or whatever you want. It can, it can help you to get filters for air and type of vehicle that you want to drive and do what I just did, which is, you know, uh, now we are the funders of the 92 I operations, but there are obviously people who were volunteers and without them, the doctors and the volunteers, it wouldn't happen. But if there was no funding for them, nobody would do the eye operations, yes. right? So that's a tool to make things better. You know, we have helped relatives in India where they're struggling and the every moment, the only question they have is how am I going to pay my bills or I can't survive or, oh my God, you know, this is coming up and how am I gonna pay for that? And, and we have helped, you know, uh, people, the, the kids who were disabled, we bought a wheelchair for them. Just getting a one wheelchair for one of my relatives, it was it was like life-changing for the mother, life-changing for the child, because the mother would carry the ch ch child when he was one year old, two year old, two years old, five years old, 10 years old, 12 years old. Now she's carrying this big boy all the time. She must be superwoman because she's carrying him everywhere because he can't walk and she can't afford wheelchair. So all we did was got a wheelchair and say, here you wow. go. And the independence for the child and independence for the mother, for the first time in her life, she's able to breathe. You know, she's like, oh my God, I have some time to sit. I, I, you know, without and all that. And then she can say to somebody, can you take him out for a little walk in the wheelchair? So, you know, people will take him out for a walk and she can sit for 30 minutes. And it's like, oh my God, you know, at least I have some peace. She loves him, obviously. And also for the child who is being grabbed all the time and knows mm. that he can't go anywhere by himself as he grows. 
he also is like he's in a wheelchair but he's able to wheel himself in and out and do things like that and then go with other people other than his mom yes money is a tool that could do huge good for the world and 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 people who say money is root of all evil it it should be money can be root of all evil but you know what money could be root of all goodness too yes that is so true money can be the root of all evil or it can be the root of a lot of goodness and we are thankful to see a lot of people you know who are able to contribute and give you know the more you get the more you contribute so thank you so much for sharing that now you were sh- talking about the steps you know for building a millionaire mindset what are what are those so this comes from um uh, me training over half a million people or 500,000 people on the planet and 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 people who if you follow this uh, it they're simple um uh, and they're easy it's just that action is required from them so let's start with the first what did i do when i started off uh, i wrote a goal and and yes it sounds so simple but i meet so many people who goals are not fulfilled and the first question i ask is what is your goal and they say something like oh i want to be rich or i want to be successful mm-hmm. and all that stuff so the first step is to write a clear goal so don't be shy if you want to have uh, a 1 crore by the end of the year or 5 years or whatever it is write down i want to have 1 crore rupees in my bank account or be worth 1 crore rupees uh by this date so that be very clear and be clear why that is important to you so you know and how how are you going to serve the world so a sales person will say you know i will i will serve the community by selling good products and i will give good service and in return i will get the money because there's no such thing is getting money there is a such thing as earning money so mm. you want to earn the money and earning money basically means that you're exchanging value you're exchanging value so in my view what i teach all the wealthy people is that think about it this way if you want to earn a 1 million dollars or 1 million 1 crore rupees or whatever it is how about you give service valued double that so if mm. you want to earn a crore you give 2 crore rupees worth of service yes. to the world and how do you define that is that let's say you're a coach bob you like your your coach and 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 if somebody comes to you and says i want you to coach me you would go okay great you will define when they give you let's say 1 uh, lakh rupees you will define okay what would it make it so that you would you would consider my service to be minimum 2 lakh rupees which means if anything you actually gave more than they gave you in in paper mm okay so give double the value uh and that so you never make money you always mm. earn money so goal right a clear goal number 2 is affirmations so what i ask people is that do you do affirmations some people do some people don't affirmations are statements that you say in current format that says it's already been done so if you want to you know if your affirmation if your goal says i will have 1 crore by december 31st 2023 as an example affirmation will say i have 1 crore rupees period mm. i already have it there's no deadline there's no future there's not past. it's right now i am you know i am crorepati or, or i have 1 crore rupees so so important factor is this You don't write a goal, and then affirmations are different, or mm. the next step that I'm talking about different. Meaning, you you write a goal, 
which needs to align with the affirmations, meaning mm-hmm. it has to be the same. And so number three is visualization. Now you may have heard, a lot of people have heard it, but one of the ideas of visualization is you take your goal, you say the affirmations, now you visualize that you already have the money. Mm. Okay, you already have the money. So that's number three uh, for that. Number four, which is very, very important that I did uh, in addition to this is self-hypnosis. Now, today we're very lucky because of you know the, the technology that you can actually buy self-hypnosis program anywhere on the internet and download it on your phone and use earphones to listen to the type of things that you want to do. Now, what does that mean? So what does that mean uh, with self-hypnosis? Let's say you want to earn lots of money and you want to have a better health. You want to have a better relationship. You want to have become a better salesperson. You want to write a book. So there's actually hypnosis done by others that you can buy for very little money. Some of them are free actually, but there are deeper ones you can buy for very inexpensive. And what you do is you listen to those self-hypnosis that are aligned with your goal. So if you wanted to be a a businessman, entrepreneurship, uh, you want to become a mentor, coach, speaker, author, real estate investor, whatever, you buy hypnosis based on that and you listen to it at least once a day. And so what it does is it takes the ideas that we have that our parents have put in our mind Rich people are bad, money is bad, don't get too much money, don't chase money, you know, money's root of all evil and all that. What it does is it takes that those ideas, it bypasses your conscious mind and it goes directly into your subconscious mind and reprograms you to then build the millionaire mindset. Hmm. So what in my case, what did I do? I actually commissioned somebody to make a hypnosis program for me hmm. with the affirmations that I want, the type of things that I want in my life, the time and money freedom that I want, I actually commissioned somebody to make it for me. So that's what I, that's the next level. If you know, if you want to spend, invest more money do that. Now, all of my members, my friends, my members, I gift them that hypnosis and they listen to it. And one of them is how to attract millions. And the other one is how to kill fear because what stops us is the fear. So we have two hypnosis that I use and it is very, very, very easy. You don't have to do anything. It just, it just as long don't as long as you're not driving or operating machinery or something. You can sit and have lunch or dinner or sit and just listen to it. Uh, it, it is going to even if you feel like it's not working, it's working for you. Mm-hmm. So self hypnosis number five is the University of London. Uh, many years ago, um, when I met uh, my uh, friend Robin Sharma, I shared stages with them in Europe. He is the one who brought this idea to me that they did a study where they figured out how do you change your habits? And it says it takes 66 days, not 21 days, not a week or 30 days. It takes 66 days consecutively to form a habit. For mm-hmm. example, if you wanted to become a, uh, a salesperson, if you wanted to give up tea, if you wanted to give up sugar, if you wanted to eat healthy or you want to do whatever it is, you basically do it for 66 days in a row. So if you do it for 25 days and you missed on the 26th day, you start on day one again till the 66 days. What what it, the, the University of London proved was after 66 days, it was hard to go back uh, to the old. That's true. So six, do it, do whatever you want, 66 days. You want to start losing weight? and you don't feel like it, it doesn't matter. Do it for 66 days in a row. Mm. Number uh, six 
Number six is surrounding yourself in abundance. Now you and I talked about it, you know, yes. the, the window shopping, going for the car, driving the car and all that kind of stuff, clothing, uh, you know, anything that reminds you of success that you cannot afford yet, make sure you understand that it's there for you to take. It's just that it's not in your hands yet. The possession is coming soon. Yes. Okay. So surround yourself with abundance and, and do that. Number seven is aligning yourself with more successful people than you are. Mm. And I would say align yourself with 10 times more successful, at least five mm. times. If you align yourself with your mom and dad, your uncle and all that, and they're relatively successful or they're not successful or they're, they're poor themselves, they have good heart. They, they, they love you, they care for you. The chances are you, you won't become rich because they're gonna say, don't do it. Come down, stop doing this. Come sit with me and have this, you know, uh, sit down and go get a job and all that kind of stuff. So they won't understand it. Chances are you're gonna become similar to them, maybe a step or two different from them, but never where you want to go. So aligning yourself with people who are successful, it, it is, it, it basically, uh, brain wires, brain wires your mindset, the millionaire mindset, aligns it with the brains of successful people. Mm. And those successful people are pulling you up rather than pulling you down. So successful people, those are the seven things. Last, uh, uh, last one, the bonus one, I would say is, um, which everybody on the planet knows for 10,000 years, million years, if we can go back that far. And what is that? Get a mentor, um, guru, teacher, whatever you want to say, who has the results that you want, you like them, you look at them, you say, I want to be like that person. You know, I want, I want to become successful like that person. Getting a mentor, teacher, guru who has done it is really the big secret. So then they, they say, okay, what do you want to do? I want to do this. Okay, let's do the goals. Let's do the affirmation. Did you do this? Did you do this? Did you make that? And you make notes and all that kind of stuff. That is something that everybody knows. Now, the only distinction I make with all the respect that I have for teachers is that don't go to people who don't have the results and ask them how to become successful. This is norm. The normal thing is people will go to their friends their colleagues and get a free advice. And, and Robert Kiyosaki talks about this from Teach Dad is that most expensive advice you get is the free advice that you get from your friends. Yes. The most expensive <laughs> advice. So, so, but what do we do? We, 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 we don't. Mentors are not free. Uh, just like if you're going to buy a book, you're going to buy a house. Mentors are not free. And here's one thing that is above everything that is really, really important. And that is this, all of those seven plus the eight set that I talked about is that people ask me, Sunil, what is the best investment where I can become more wealthy? Is it stocks? Is it mutual funds? Is it real estate? Because I'm, I'm very known for real estate investing. Is it business? Is it what? The most important investment on the planet is you. Mm -hmm. You. And that the least number of people who think that or do it is that people think that they are expense, not an investment. But when they buy a house, when they buy a car, they think that's an investment or that's something they want and need. But the most important investment on the planet is you. Mm. When you grow, 
so does everything else grows. Your mindset yes. grows, your bank balance grows, the way you think grows, then you can impact more people. So from now on, anything you do for yourself that takes you closer to your goal, you should remind yourself when people tell you, why did you invest? Why did you, why did you waste your money with this person? Or why did you, why do you read books? Or why do you go to events? Why do you do this? Just remember that they, they love you but they are not the type of people, your mom cannot, unless she is a business person and she's very wealthy and all, which majority of them are not. If she says to you, because if you go to your mom and say, mom, I did this presentation, I, I wrote this book, I did this, what do you think? Mom's gonna say, that's awesome, you're amazing. And then you're gonna say, mom, I wanna leave my secure job and I wanna do this. And mom's gonna say, no, 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 no. Don't do that, you know? You want people to say, what do you wanna do? I wanna do this. Okay, this is how you do it. So I'm an example of somebody who's bad student, secure job, secured government, good job, gave that up, became an entrepreneur, became successful, and on the way, you know, made mistakes, lost money, where majority of the people, when I was growing, told me, don't do it. It is a stupid idea. You know, it's crazy. You're gonna lose everything and blah, blah, blah. Just come back to us. And, and you're gonna face that yourself Mm. Uh, if you don't follow these eight steps and the last one, like I said, which bleeds through all the eight steps is that you are the most important investment on the planet. Wonderful. Wonderful. And it is so important consistently in all my keynotes and every conference that I speak at when I speak to people personally as well. Uh, finding a mentor, spending time with people who you know, who are better than you in the results that you're desiring. And the last one that you said, you know, is investing in you is such an important thing. Lot of people would rather go for a free advice, which will cost them a lot of time, money. And in fact, more than money, it's time, right? Like you spent five years yeah. listening to a free advice. Then after five years down the line, you say, this is not what I wanted to do. But then you took that free advice and the cost of that free advice is a lot of time gone that you can never get back. Isn't that true? Right. And, 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 and after five years, you may lose the idea or your, or your, or, or your drive to, because most people will be convinced in five years when they're not successful that everybody's right. It's crazy. A uh, stupid idea. I shouldn't do it. I should just go back, stay comfortable, be, you know, happy with the little I have. And, you know, I hear all these, you know, when we were growing up, we hear like, don't fly too high or, or poor people are hardworking, good people, rich people are bad people. You know, when you look at all the movies, when you look at all the Bollywood movies, uh, when you look at it, think about this way. All the high-end movie stars, superstars, play a poor person's role. When you go back to 70s, 80s, 60s, 90s, even today, uh, heroes are poor people who are fighting with the rich people all the time. Yes. So, you know, you, you know, Amitabh Bachchan, and when I was growing up, he was always fighting with the factory owner, but he was a, a friends with the factory workers fighting for their rights and all that stuff. So what, what did that give us the idea? The idea was the rich people are like mean, they're bad. They step on people's heads and they crush them and poor people, they're nice. They're, they're they, 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 you know, they do everything for others. And, 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 and so let's be a poor person is what the these uh, hypnosis is for us and that's not only in bollywood by the way that's also in hollywood all of my favorite like robert uh, de niro 
Eddie Murphy, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. Majority of the times when you look in the movies, they're not the rich person. They're fighting the rich person. Mm, that's right. And though you could have a balance of both, right? For example, does not mean that all the poor people are hardworking and does not mean that all the rich people are mean. So there is a balance of both. But somehow, you know, when you stereotype, uh, subconsciously in your mind that goes right and that stays and slowly steadily you start believing it and then that creates results as well so thank you for sharing and, that and, yeah and hmm. your surrounding confirms that your surrounding yes. keeps confirming that the poor people now if you change your surrounding mm -hmm. then what happens is you start to do this very well um, what uh, I want to say is that rich people uh, money does not make you good or bad money only uh, grows where you are who you are and what you want to do like i said if you are a, a, a bad guy then chances are you're going to do worse things if you're a good person chances are you're going to do better things for not only your family but you can extend it to strangers you can extend it to people like what we're doing right now where you give start giving back because your life is taken care of your expenses are taken care of now most people will go out and help and that's what i want to say to you is that one of the main reasons why you want to become uh, wealthy is because at the end of the day we're here on this planet to add value and to give and and people ask me sunil is that you know i was i've been told that it's selfish it's selfish to think about yourself. It's selfish to uh, get more money for you, and then somebody on the street has very little money. But it's so you're so selfish, you know, mm. uh, you know, and, and all that stuff. And I say to them, it's selfish if you don't become wealthy. Yes. It's selfish if you don't become wealthy, because when you become wealthy and you're going to help more people, you're going to employ more people, you're going to give to more people, you're going to add more value. So then, when you look at it from that point of view, you absolutely it's your duty to become successful. Beautifully, beautifully said. Thank you so much, Sunil, for sharing that. And it is our duty definitely to become wealthy and help other people become wealthy as well. Uh, so the next question that I had for you is, what do you think are the top two steps an aspiring wealth creator should take right now? Let's say somebody is really, really serious and says, you know, Sunil and Bobby, I found this really exciting content. I want to be wealthy. So what are the two steps that person can practically take right now uh, to build momentum? You know, not tomorrow, not day after tomorrow, but what are the two steps that person can start, you know, initiate today? Okay, so if you go back to the seven or eight steps that I shared, I think they should implement that every day for the next 66 days in a row. But if you were to boil them all down, first you say, I want to go from here to um, London, UK, or Toronto or New York. So now that's a goal. So first, write your exact goal, exact goal. What is it that you want? Have it, put it all over. Tell your friends who are gonna say you're crazy. It's okay. So write your goal, make sure it's exact, exactly what you want. Make sure it's a little bit crazy for regular people, meaning people go, wow, I, don't, I can't believe you have that goal. And so once you have that goal, we're gonna reverse engineer all our actions towards that goal. So we're gonna say, okay, the second step is what skills, people, connections, center of influences, mentors do we need, do I need right now mm. so then they can help me take steps so I can reverse engineer. So every day, maybe have a note in there, so I'll get five steps you take towards that action. And of the five, 
four of them fail or five of them fail in the beginning no problem keep doing it you want to connect with bobby right okay like i don't know bobby okay so he's a center influence how do i connect with him maybe i will go volunteer for him maybe i will buy his products maybe i will say how do i work with you maybe i will work with them. whatever how do i bring him into my life maybe i'll hire him as my mentor or whatever so so id what you want then identify the skills people connections that you need and do it for 66 days you see i have this workbook it's called how to attain money and time freedom and it's all based on that 66 days and in here i talk about from start to finish exactly step by step all you do is just fill in the blanks every day that we talked about and and basically do it for 66 days and and what I, and, and we in canada we sell this for 97 dollars about six thousand rupees and what i'll do bobby is that uh, maybe some of the people who are inspiring they really are inspired by this uh, interview uh, if they uh, um, uh, write a note or send an email to us or whatever it is i will give maybe 20 of these ones 20 of these ones just as my gift to you just basically tell me who you are what you want to do and what is your goal and and then we'll my team will just pick 20 people and we will gift this um a millionaire mastermind book to you mm, thank you for your generous uh, contribution sunil i appreciate that so that final question i had before we end this interesting conversation is what do you think finally now there are certain things that we've already spoken about but as a reiteration what do you think are the top three habits someone should develop in order to nurture millionaire mindset because you know uh, like i always say and remember in our earlier conversation there is a difference between you trying to make uh, you know bread butter toast in a microwave uh, you know in a microwave or a toaster compared to making a delicious biryani at home you know there is a lot of marination it takes time so what do you think are the top 3 habits someone should develop to nurture a millionaire mindset long term Again, go back to the basics of those eight steps. If you were talking about the millionaire mindset, if you just do everything that I just said, it which is which are by the way, I know it says eight steps, but some of them are interconnected. For example, what you only write a you know you write a goal, so then there's not much thing. And by the way, today every day in my notebook, I don't know if I have it in my notebook, I write my goal, full page goal each and every day, even today. So I don't write up one time and that's it. I write my goals every day i write my affirmations every day so building your millionaire mastermind one is get up in the morning early and write what you're grateful for what are the things that you even if you have no money you're going to find things to be grateful for yes write those down secondly secondly all of this is 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 worthless unless you take uh action mm. towards your goal meaning you do something about it and 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 add value so as soon as you have this you're like okay i have eight steps how do i start right now some of you are going to get this gift and 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 you fill in the actions is is the ability to transform what you want to what you want to get so that's it's the the, the ability to take action and surrounding yourself with successful people attending events getting a mentor really is the the reason why you want to do this because it inspires action towards the goal right because we're always taking action even if you're not taking action that is taking action so if you decide you don't want to do this you're going to be doing something else sitting down watching tv whatever that is also an action but make sure you reverse engineer goal and actions 
based on what you want. And you ask yourself, okay, what am I doing right now? I'm sitting around doing nothing. Okay, is this taking me to where I want to go? Yes or no? No, it's not. Okay, what should I be doing right now? So then it takes me to where I want to go. Maybe I should listen to a podcast. Maybe I listen to Bobby, you know, more videos. Maybe I should hire a mentor. Maybe I should take a course. Maybe I should read a book. Whatever I have to do. The common denominator is get up early when there's nobody listening. Put away your phones, you know. I, in, in my, you know what I do for first uh, two hours? Listen to this. First two hours of my life every day, 99% of the time, I spend time with the most important person on the planet. And that most important person for me is me. Right? Most important person for you is you. But how much time are you investing in you? So get up early, put away the phone and the Facebooks and social medias and all that stuff. They, they have a place. They have a place where you should do this. But when you wake up in the morning, find a quiet place, connect with the create creator, become creative, start making notes. What are you going to do today? What are you going to write today? In this, in this, it's a step by step. We talk about how to do that. And, and you don't even have to think what to do in regards to the 66 days. But one of the things that you should really think about is, is it taking me to where I want to go? If I bought a ticket to Paris, plane's going to go to Paris. It's not, but if I wanted to go to London, I bought a ticket to Paris, it's going to go to Paris. So we need to make sure that we're going to the right place. Habits are very important. Spend 66 days building a habit. So you can spend 66 days giving up sugar if that's what you want. 66 days to lose 10 pounds, if that's what you want. 66 days to build a sales skill, marketing skill, uh, some sort of a skill that you lack, public speaking skill, whatever it is. 66 days in a row to do that. And you should do that right now. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing all the insights, Sunil. It has been a, a pleasure hosting you, listening to you, and also learning from you today. Uh, now, in case people want to reach out to you, uh, how do they reach out to you? You know, anything. I will, of course, uh, you know, put down uh, the links of some of your work. But in case people want to reach out to you or grab a book of yours, how do they do that? Go to um, send an email to admin at privateinvestmentclub.com com admin at privateinvestmentclub.com and mention um, you know your name Bobby's name saying that uh, I would like to win uh, how to attain money and time freedom uh, mastermind workbook and just indicate um, you know who you are what you, what your goals are and then my team will just pick the 20 people as my special gift because of you Bobby and and, and just to spread the abundance to the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Sunil. And to all the listeners, thank you for your valuable time. Thank you for listening. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast of the Bobby D'Souza yes. show, which is available, uh, you know, on all the major podcast channels, Spotify, iTunes, Ghana, Amazon Music, Audible, uh, I, and so many other places. So thank you so much uh, for your time. And until we meet next time, stay blessed and stay strong.